Dave White is an artist known as a pioneer of the sneaker art movement. Now celebrating 20 years since he first created artworks on trainers, these were pieces that would make him an international name, with high-profile collaborations with the likes of Nike and Brand Jordan. To celebrate the anniversary, he spoke to a live audience at the Enter Gallery in Brighton. This is Art Related Noise. We started experimenting with painting. There's so many avenues of art. We're surrounded by images. Just being lost in this sea of possibility. Announcing that I was going to be an artist. It brings the work I do alive even more. They could be part of this work as well. Everyone's got their own personal connection to something. Hi everyone, thanks for coming tonight. I wanted to introduce you to Dave White. It's a 20 year celebration today and we're very excited to have the pioneer of sneaker art in the room with us. Um, we're going to be doing a Q&A, but I just want to hand you over to Dave to say hello. Hello everyone. I'd just like to thank everyone for coming down. I can't believe it's been 20 years since I did these little things and it's a real honour to be here and hopefully I won't send you to sleep, but we'll see how it goes. Um, it'll be a real pleasure to chat about how it all started and some of the collaborations and kind of where it's going. And uh, yeah, so as I say, we'll have a good chat and hopefully you won't nod off. So in 2020, you started off. How come and what did you start? In 2002. 2002. Yeah. So I was sitting in my studio one day in Liverpool and I had a pair of these that I've got on my feet, funnily enough. And I was just looking at them and I just thought, you know what, they are amazing. The design on them is amazing. And I really just wanted to, I guess, like immortalise them to make them something more than they were and just present them as beautiful objects, not something you run around in or play basketball in, just to basically freeze them and bring them to the forefront of art. So I suppose it was quite poppy in a sense, quite pop art. And then I made one and then I made two and then I made 10. And then I thought, you know what? We'll just keep going. I just had that warm, fuzzy feeling you get when you're an artist and you're, you're making something that you fully love and you, you, know, you, you believe in. And yeah, that's kind of where we, what happened. So you've actually connected with sneakerheads from all over the world. And you've had some pretty big commissions from a few famous pop artists, pop stars. Can you tell us a little bit about that? No. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I think anyone who's into trainers, sneakers, whatever you want to call them, it's kind of like a universal thing. You can be in Japan, New York, wherever, you know, the high street down here, and you'll see what someone's got on their feet, and you've already got a connection. You've already got that, you know, where did you get those from? And there was, like, way back in the day, you know, there was a couple of books. I think one was called, like, where did you get those? And it's that whole international kind of sneaker culture, really. Way back when, when I started doing these little things, you know, there was no Sneaker Freak. I think Sneaker Freak of the magazine started in 2002. Freshness Mag, Hypebeast, all of those kind of blogs and everything started at the same time. So it was like a kind of universal wave. You know, we, there was no books or anything. It was just a kind of, uh, I don't know, something in the air, just a global thing that occurred. As for the commissions, I mean, that's just discretion stuff. I'm very blessed and I'm very honoured, but, you know, whatever. I think the most important thing is way back when what I'd love to say is we used to release little sneaker prints for 30 quid of some of these and you know I still get emails from people sending me pictures and it's like they got it back then so like the real special thing with this is it's the anniversary is no sneaker work's been available since back in the day so it's a real treat 
and a real honour to kind of, you know, bring them back to life um, to celebrate the anniversary. Um, off the back of the original series that you did, you went on to do some really high-profile collaborations with like Nike, Jordan. Um, can you tell us more about them and what were your favourites? I mean, first and foremost, the first collaboration I did was an in-house T-shirt with Nike, and I came back to an answer phone message, and I thought it was my mate winding me up. Um, I thought it was my mate putting an American accent on and just proper winding up. It turned out it wasn't, and it was a T-shirt that was made with Nike in-house just for their teams. Um, and then I think when I ended the series, which was 2008, I think it was, it was only like afterwards that the, the collaboration started. Obviously, there's the size neon pack. Then the Jordans didn't come until 2010. And when you get phoned by those guys, again, I thought it was a wind up, but it wasn't. To have your own kind of model or your own template given to you and free reign was absolutely crazy. So the bottom line is what I would like to say is on my journey doing this kind of stuff, I've worked on many projects with Nike. The best projects I've worked on has been the philanthropy stuff, working with kids straight out of university, working with like the high school students in Inglewood High. It's not having your name on a shoe or you've designed that. That's not what it's about for me. It's about using what I've done and what I can do to help other people move on. They've been the best projects. And I still have never worn my Jordans because I still can't get my head around. It happened, but there we go. So how does one go from sneakers to animals? That's a great question. I guess the easy answer to that is I've only ever painted things that I have a deep connection with and things I love. Like the sneakers, being a, a kid from Liverpool, there's obviously the Liverpool casuals movement that started in Liverpool, dare I say, where people were going to watch the football in the sharpest clothes they could, going to see like Liverpool or Everton playing in the European leagues, finding a pair of sneakers that you couldn't get over in England. So it was like, that's ingrained in like, you know, a lot of like people into football's heads. I actually like painted animals in university. That's what they were about. That's what my work was about. And it's only when I started doing the kind of works based on Native American Indians, I started doing like things on spirit guides and that's where the hummingbirds came. And then it just like was like a, a moment of clarity. But the bottom line is, ever since being a small kid, I've just, you know, I have such a massive connection to wildlife and trying to prolong its existence, you know, with what I do. And, you know, the bottom line is I just love the things that I paint and I don't really paint anything I don't love. No, it was like the paintings were out in the world. Um, there was an amazing exhibition called Sneaker Pimps, which basically toured the world where, you know, like kind of the, the start of like street art, street culture, skateboarding, and it was like a lot of rare shoes. And then, as I say, the, the collaboration stuff just came after the paintings were in the wild, really. So. That's easy. It's a Nike Air Jordan 5. I've got one tattooed on my arm. I actually, when I was studying my very first art course, I saw a kid walking down a corridor and he had them on his feet and I didn't know what they were. And I don't know if you know, but the tongues on them are like 3M. I'd never seen 3M before. So you just saw this like hallowed thing coming towards you that was glowing. They were 105 quid when they launched. And I went to Foot Locker to buy a pair and just did a U-turn because I didn't have 105 quid. But anyway, Jordan 5, so there we go. What do you think about the evolution of the sneaker culture now as resale markets and high fees? That's a great question. I think at the end of the day, I think if people want to make a living out of reselling, that's fine. I think my only problem with it is, is I feel 
the way sneaker culture is at the moment. I miss going to stores. It's so wonderful to see that store down the road where there's these amazing little places that are popping up. I'm from back in the day where there was a place in London called My Trainers, Slamming Kicks, all of that stuff where you would physically go on a Saturday to buy a pair or queue up and see if you could get them. I think when it's online, StockX, all the rest of it, it's fine if you can't get to wherever things are launched, but I think the actual physicality of meeting people and enjoying the culture face-to-face -face is what's missing. That's what I'd love to see come back. It must have been so incredible to get such a response from painting something that you love. Can you tell us like, how it felt to get such an incredible reaction? I mean, I guess it's like, first and foremost, I'm incredibly blessed to do what I do. You know, I came from a very humble background. The best part of what I do is look after my family and my mum and stuff. And I think, you know, any artist who just works their socks off, literally, to, to make it or to do your best, you just keep punching the bag and you just keep going. And for people to enjoy what you do and spend their hard-earned money on what you do blows my mind. And it's like, it's... In fact, it was actually the, the last time I was here when I was doing the hummingbirds, you know, people were coming up to me and saying, you know, your work got me through COVID. It's not about celebrities owning your work. It's not about the car you drive or the watch or any of that jazz. It's about what my work means to people. So, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I just like to thank everyone who invests in what I do. So that's the best bit. Are you wearing the ones in that picture there? <laughs> I am. <laughs> They're called Nike Air Max 95s. I actually wore them on my wedding day. Oh. <laughs> what else do you think, as another product, do you think would have the same sort of ability to sort of um, become an art form? I mean, that's a really great question. I mean, I guess in hindsight, you can look at things like technology and stuff, aren't you? This is where you're really going to go to sleep now. Like, I guess like women's shoes would be an amazing subject to do. I mean, if you look at like women's fashion and women's shoes over the years, it's kind of like how things become iconic. And it's only hindsight that basically makes things design classics. It's like when you see a new car that's brand new designed and it looks amazing. 10 years later, it looks terrible. Do you know what I mean? It's like, that's all down to the designers. And I think, you know, looking at what people have got on the feet here tonight, classics are classics. And, and that's one of the reasons I actually painted sneakers because for me, some of the most beautiful things ever designed, the Coke bottle, the Bell 47 helicopter, Ford Mustang, you know, it's that kind of stuff. And it's not just throwaway stuff. So you should start painting whatever's next. How long have you been calling sneakers, sneakers? <laughs> oh. Seriously, I would say when I... When I first came out, it was literally with the um, with the trainer art. It was it was trainer art. That's what it was called. But obviously, like in Japan and the US, people don't know what you're talking about. Trainers is a UK thing, so you have to kind of adopt it. And I was a very early adopter, much to I suppose a bit of criticism. The trainers, lads, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? You get all that. So yeah, I would say 2002. He's getting a bit feisty here, isn't he? I'll tell you what. It's the, it's the football casual thing I brought up, I tell you. Um, of course it is. I mean, at the end of the day, I think, you know, for, for people my age and under, it should be trainers, but it's globally. It is sneakers, so you have to go global, I suppose. End of. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming.
enjoyed this episode of Art Related Noise, be sure to check out our other podcasts featuring artists from the Enter Gallery in Brighton.